Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. I'm sorry, uh, but I'm delighted to be here. And uh, Victoria had picked Shavasana for our beginner's mind practice today. Um, you know, I would never have picked that. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm not quite sure what she had planned. Uh, but this is what you're going to get. <laughs> we're going to start, if you have two blocks, we're going to start in a supported version of Shavasana that uh, can take one of two forms if you have two blocks. If you don't have two blocks, but you have like a pillow or something, you could use a pillow in the same uh, general way. You're going to take the two blocks and place your feet on them. So we're starting in Shavasana with like your heels on the blocks. You can put them out toward the edges of the mat where the feet would be in Shavasana. And then just kind of scoot down until you feel that your lower leg muscles, uh, your lower leg bones, are supported well on these blocks. So we're all going to be a little different here. Uh, most of us in Shavasana, our legs uh, want to rotate out a bit. That's cool. That's what we're trying to get. And the blocks for most of us will be at about mid shin, right? the, the legs resting on their outer edges. And then lift your hips and slide your tailbone toward the front of your mat. And with this idea of just the legs being a little lifted, small little inversion, just, but also really grounding for the sacrum. And particularly for those of us with deep low back curves, this option can be good. The other option that could be good is if you slide those blocks up underneath your knees and the blocks can rest uh, with their edges at the crease of the knee and support your thighs. And this again, uh, a more traditional grounding of the sacrum. So you may want to, again, lift your hip, slide your tailbone toward the front of your mat. So a little less of that inversion quality, uh, more of the grounding. Feet up version is nice if you've just been out for a walk or a hike or I've been on your feet all day. Yeah, blocks under the knees if that's comfortable for you are really good. Practice when mind and body are a little frayed. The grounding of the sacrum can help the nervous system begin to relax. And of course, if neither one of these is super comfortable for you, Shavasana, any way you'd like, is always on the table, well, on the floor. I mean, it could be on the table if, if like Shavasana for you is best on the table. I'm not, you know. Take a moment here with some uh, awareness of your back body. What parts of you are touching the floor? What parts of you are touching the blocks? Parts of you are slightly elevated from floor or block.
engaging in a breathing practice or a four count of breath in. Light pause at the top and then a two count of breath out so that the breath out is more forceful than the breath in. The breath in, long, luxurious. And the breath out, you're going to use your abdominals and you get out like what you took in in four into the pause at the end of that. So it's this idea of calming the nervous system through so real slow taking in the breath do its thing. Then you actively and with some aplomb press breath out, just emptying, sweeping clean. Breath in is unhurried. One more round like that. Then you step your feet in and you might step them in onto the mat. You might step them in onto blocks, depending on where yours are. Take a moment, soles of the feet on a surface. Feel the soles of your feet by feeling that surface. What's the texture, what's the temperature? If you've stepped your feet to where your legs were, is it warm there? If you've stepped your feet onto a surface, is it soft, is it sticky? Is it? How are you relating to the space around you after lying still for a bit. And then we'll draw knees to chest and just pause there. Evening out this so that both sides of the low back feel long, right? And then easing the knees a little away from you until you feel your sacrum flat on the floor. Then again, hug the knees in toward you so you feel the, the low back around the sacrum lengthening. And then that slow release, you place the sacrum down. Two more like that, so apanasana. Look at lengthening of the low back evenly on each side. What the body will try to do is, is go to the side that's a little more dominant. May feel a foot try to cross over or one knee try to come in a little closer than the other. So you can even that up. It's not a test, but you're just aware. Next time you bring your knees in, we'll go nose to knees, curl in tight. We'll rock up to seated and make your way around to hands and knees. As you get to hands and knees, a few rounds of cat and cow.
and there's a good chance with the focus that we've had on the sacrum, with the, the grounding of it in the Shavasana and then the Apanasana work, there's more sensation there than usual, more awareness of the low back than usual. Keep that. Keep your pose moving from the low back up through the spine, up through the crown of the head. Take one more round. Then back to neutral, back to flat back. We'll walk the hands forward. Take the hips back toward child's pose without putting them down. So puppy. Let the hips sway side to side. Back to center and looking forward, hands and knees, walk the hands back once and allow it to become upward facing dog. Press your hands down, lift your chest up, return the head side to side as you move one shoulder then over the other and keep that just relatively breath pace. Draw your abdominals in, supporting the area in front of the sacrum. We're still in that awareness of the deep low back. That the deep lower abdominals are there for support, particularly in back bend. Back to center and we're going to transition this with hands down, abdominals pull in. They come bring you back to hands and knees and tuck your toes down dog. Pause there, breath in, hands down and forward, reach out through your ring and pinky fingertip. Then we'll look forward and walk forward into ragdoll. Feet wide apart, toes point straight ahead, bend your knees. And wrap the arms around one another and let your head drop. Pause here, press evenly into both feet. Press the feet down, also out. Feel the area around your sacrum spread. Your, your hips aren't spreading. But you're making more space for the low back there. See if you can be still. And if you can't, investigate what needs to change in the pose for you to still your head, your neck, your shoulders. For you to bring your weight to center. What is it that is drawing you out of center in this moment? Just have a, like a bird's eye view. Get one breath. Open your mouth and let it go. Whatever it is that is keeping you out of center goes with it. Release your hands to your mat, walk your feet together. And with an inhale, we'll reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your heart. Fan your fingers, good. Exhale, fold forward, we'll bend the knees, send the hip crease back. Bow all the way in, let your head go at the very last. Chin tucks in, then half lift and roll out. 
back of the head float with up. Plant your hands, step back high or low, push up. Heart forward, back of the head, light. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, pull your abdominals in. First step to go back down dog. So each time with that abdominal support for the sacrum. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach out. Heart high, arms wide, fan your fingers. Exhale, we'll fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. And down dog, hands press down, abdominals pull in as the first action, whatever else you do to get back, like by any means necessary, but that's the first action. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in. Breathe out. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Squeeze your legs. Abdominals in. Feel the support for your sacrum there as you reach long. Press your feet down. Send your hip crease back as you bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, plant your hands, step back, abdominals in, heart forward, back of your head, light. Breathe in, upward facing dog, good. Hands down, abdominals in, downward facing dog, nice. Breath in here. Open your mouth and let it go. Take your right leg up on an inhale, three-legged dog. Point, flex, roll the ankle around. Put your hands down and forward as you send the heel up and back. Bend the upper knee. Stack right hip on top of left. Draw your left heel down toward the mat. Left heel presses down. Maybe it gets there, maybe it doesn't. If the left heel gets down, lift the toes. Lift your right knee. Breath in. Abdominals in. Feel the difference between abdominals in and, and maybe they already were, but maybe, uh, maybe there's more support now. Next exhale, right knee to right elbow and pull the lower abdominals up and in. You step the right foot forward, low lunge. Back knee down, we're gonna circle the right arm around and maybe you catch the back foot, maybe you reach for the back wall. So either way, the right palm is turned toward the right wall. The front of the chest open. And if you'd like to walk your right foot out toward the edge of your mat, even turning the toes out to the side, 
for this one, pull your right heel on the mat, press your right foot down strongly. And get breath in. And breath out. And if you've got hold of your foot, dissolve that but slowly. Foot comes back to the mat, you tuck the toes, you lift the back knee. We're going to reach the top arm toward the front wall as we straighten the front leg. So you've got the legs in a pyramid shape and right arm is reaching toward the front wall. There's something like super leprechaun-y about this. I don't know what it is. Press your front heel down. Reach your ring finger to forward breath in. Breath out. Look to your mouth. Back to a low lunge. We're going to step back to down dog. Stay here or inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale, look push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. When you inhale, take your left leg up and back, three-legged dog. Point flex, roll the ankle. Then bend your knee, open your hip, and stack left hip on top of right. As far as that goes, probably not vertical. Working toward it. Right heel down toward the mat. If it gets there, great. Pull the toes up. If not, no big deal. It's working down. Left knee is working up. Heel, the left heel toward the sitting bone. Then draw your abdominals in. Feel any changes that makes, particularly to your low back. And, and you may try just like let them go a little bit and then do it again. Breathe in, take your left knee up, keep the abdominals firm. When you breathe out, left knee to left elbow. And big step, lunge, back knee down. And take the left arm, swim it backwards, bend the back knee. Catch the foot. Maybe. If you like, you take the left foot out toward side of the mat. Point the toes toward the side. As you have hold of the foot, there's some definite action there. It's either foot's pressing into hand or, and hand's pressing back in the foot, honestly, or you're bending your elbow and you're pulling your heel toward your bum. Uh, unless you really want it to be, I grab my foot and I'm done. Take the picture. You know, if it's if it's a take a picture pose, sure, fine. Don't do anything with those limbs. But if you're here to do something, you do one of those. It's either a shoulder opener or hip flexor opening. You get to choose. Then if you've got hold of the foot, you're gonna slowly release it, take it to the floor, toes tuck under. You lift the knee. Send your hips up and back in a pyramid variation. And then the left arm's gonna reach toward the front wall, the little side extension, not really a bend, but. Left hip crease back, ring and pinky fingertip forward. This is seriously like, I don't know, 
triangle with the identity complex. Um, back to center. Complex crisis. I, I don't know. Down dog. Breathe out. Breath in. Breath all the way out. Look through your hands. Walker lightly hop to seated. Went down to your back for flowing bridge. So when you get to your back, feel what breath you're on. Right? Plant your feet. Inhale up for the bridge. And then exhale, putting down one piece of the spine at a time. And then again, you go. Inhale up. So right now, just the basic kind of rudiments of bridge, but stay in the flow. And a little more awareness to what you're doing. When you get down toward the floor, don't quite put the sacrum down, hover it. Then Lift the tailbone in, scoop the sacrum up. One piece of the spine at a time again. Many ribs as you can get off the floor, get them off. And then one rib at a time, slowly back down. That one rib at a time thing, that's like, that's metaphorical. It's, like, it's totally figurative, you do the best you can with that. Almost put the sacrum down, not quite. And tailbone. Sacrum, low back, which rises pretty easily due to its curve. But then each rib is really, it's an effort to get up. Shoulder blade tips maybe up, maybe the inner edge of the shoulder blades up. And then in reverse order, down, slowly. And one more, same idea. Tailbone, sacrum, it's as attentive as you can be to each piece of the spine, each rib, each shoulder blade, maybe everything comes up except for the feet, the arms and the head, and then a slow, steady release down. And the sacrum lands, pause, this time let it get heavy and Notice that as the sacrum descends, do you land on the center, the upper rim, the lower rim? Again, this is kind of what does it feel like? We're, we're not really exactly on it, but in terms of that lowest part of our spine, where's yours? And then we're also going to press the feet down, lift the tail. Lengthen your low back, just feel like you're, you're elongating on the floor, then place the sacrum down. And knees together, feet slightly wider than the hips, constructive rest pose. So. And maybe when you did that lengthening, now things feel more level. Like maybe you feel completely level. Maybe it's still not level. Take a moment, is it ideal? Right, so. Do you feel good in the way that you've grounded the sacrum? That, that 
first curve of the spine where we rest. If so, stay. If you're not quite sure, try moving around again. See if you can get to a point where, where that feels steady, stable. There's no pinching. Right? You're relaxed in your hips. Then you have your low back. And you feel your low back coming from the sacrum. There's a, a, a rise. For some of us, a lot. For some of us, little. But there's a lightness as the low back curves in. And then you'll feel it curve back toward the floor where your lowest ribs will connect. Take a moment, lift your rib cage, slide those lowest ribs toward the back of the mat so you're elongating and probably lessening that low back curve. Maybe not much, but feels more relaxed is what we're going for. And just take note, like, did you seem to get more relaxed from your hips to your rib cage? Is that area now ready to rest? And yeah, the rib cage itself, another curve out into the floor. And this part of the spine, we don't have a lot of mobility to lengthen uh, because it's so stabilized by the rib cage. So itself, it's pretty much in its state that it's going to enjoy. But we could. And move the shoulder blades out of the way. I'm going to shimmy the shoulder blades out toward the edges of your mat and see if that helps you feel more rested through the rib cage. And then moving up the back of your body, you notice the space behind your heart and up to where the rib cage ends and the neck begins. And at the neck, there's another curve away from the floor, another lightness. Some of us, neck will be down on the mat. For some of us, there'll be a, a pretty good size curve there. Okay. For all of us, we'll take the hands behind the head. Just like uh, you were going to do a sit-up, but we're not doing sit-ups. The hands uh, come behind the head. Use the hands to draw the head gently back toward the back of the mat so that you feel your nose points straight up in the air. Your gaze is straight up toward the ceiling. And check in with the back of your neck. And whether it's on the mat or off, it's fine. Does it feel free? Does it feel light? And if it does, you're in the right place. And if not, adjust as needed by adjusting your head. That might mean putting a blanket, a pillow, a block underneath. I've got this full elongation of the spine from the sacrum, grounded heavily down, lumbar spine, lightly lifted up, undulating back down into the rib cage, heavy to the mat, neck light, and then the back of the head, heavy in line with the sacrum. Take your Hands to your center line, or your arms can stretch out at your sides. Creases of the elbows up, palms of the hands up to different gestures, mudras that create different emotional tones to the pose. And then your legs can stay in constructive rest, or let them move outward, just slowly straighten one, then the other. 
again, they, they roll slightly out for most of us. As you extend the legs, does that allow you to feel more relaxed in the low back? More relaxed through the hip crease. And if the answer is no, that is a completely legit and normal thing. You'd slowly step back to the constructive rest if there is any lack of ease in the low back here. Then you have a few quiet moments to rest as you are. It's perfect. Ready to move again. You start with your fingers and your toes. Roll to right side. Make your way up to seat in. Take a moment to sit tall, spread out. Bring your hands together at heart center. Then thumbs to forehead center. That was super, y'all. Thanks so much. Namaste. Awesome. Have a great day. See you soon. Nice work. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.